0: Life. It has been uh, quite a journey. see, Last week, uh, you know, God's put this in the heart and I, I believe it wholeheartedly we are capable of not our own strength, but you know, the strength of the Holy Spirit that Jesus Christ promised us to be sent to heaven. He sent the helper. Part of that, like we talked about last week, was that we have to learn self-forgiveness. We have to accept what Jesus Christ has given us. Once we can do that, then we can step on into the next phase or plan that Jesus has for our lives. And the, that we all have a purpose Right. And our main purpose is to spread the gospel and the good news of Jesus Christ. Uh, But each one of us has a different role in spreading that truth of the gospel. Uh, It may be in our different work lives. It may be in our different personal lives. It may be in things that we don't even know right now what that looks like. But we're just walking and trusting that Jesus is leading us. We are in his word each and every day. Uh, We are learning and building that relationship uh, with Jesus that allows us to step out in his confidence and in his strength and in his power uh, that he has granted us through the Holy Spirit. And as we do that and we build that relationship and grow, I think the Like I said, this is not a 5, 10, 15, 12, 30 step plan to live a sin free life. I believe, like I said, when we started this show that the Bible was meant for simple people like me, it was meant that I was able to understand what he was trying to communicate to me, that I didn't have to be a Pharisee, somebody that studied and studied and studied and studied God's word the mosaic law right even if you read in the old testament it's pretty clear on what God wants you to do right and I think that's the way that Jesus and God put on the hearts of every author in the great book of the books of the bible uh, that it is simple for us to understand that it's not to be complicated. uh, But like, you know, as the saying goes, sometimes the simplest things are not the easiest things that to do. The simplest things are the hardest things to do. And I think that's applicable, excuse me for that word, uh, can be applied to the Bible as well, that it was meant for you and me, the simple people, the ones who Needed it the most. It wasn't for the righteous or the highly educated. It is for them as well, but it was written in a manner that the lowest person within the kingdom of God can read it and understand what God's intent for our life was meant to be. And with that thought process, uh, it comes down to a matter of faith on our part. I think, uh, do we have to accept Uh, the forgiveness that Jesus Christ died on the cross to give us. Yes, we do. We have to understand that. Uh, And actually, faith probably stands more into really being able to accept the self-forgiveness aspect of that. So, in that, you know, faith as it says is defined as trust or confidence in a person, Jesus Christ, or something as the world would put it. Uh, in our instance, faith is in the belief in God and he is the creator of all things. That is our faith. We believe that wholeheartedly. We also in that believe that the Bible, that every word in it is God breathed and is the truth, right? It is the ultimate truth in all that we do and all that we, how we live our lives. We, we base it off of our faith in that the Bible, every word in it is God breathed and he gave it to us to lead us and direct us. Um, <clears throat> you know, it also... Jesus is the son of God and if he is the son of God and Jesus promised us the Helper in the Holy Spirit and we believe that when Jesus died on the cross the veil was torn there was no need for a mediator aka flawed men to for in order for us to have a conversation or come to God. Uh, We were talking in our CG is never been God's will, even in the Old Testament. If you the things that God has shown me in it, that God ever really wanted that sacrifice, what he wanted and was trying to get us to the point to do by the sacrifice was to have that relationship with him one on one, even in the Psalms, it talks about the sacrifice is worthless all he wanted was a relationship with david right and and it goes through It's all about relationship and being in that relationship with god so when we're talking about faith um man it is the true belief that the bible is what it says it is uh You know, the Bible is God breathe. Jesus is who he says he is. And we have the Holy Spirit, a.k.a. God living inside of us. And I think that goes a long way to describing how we must live our lives and how we look at things. It gives us the strength. It gives us the courage uh, to say and do things that we probably would normally not do if we did not have our faith in Jesus, if we haven't accepted Jesus Christ. Uh, As we become that new creation and our faith grows, the more we study, the more we talk to God in prayer, uh, the more we have that relationship that God seeks with us, he increases our faith in the, in our abilities that he has given us to make a difference uh, in the world that he has given us to influence. It may be only a small piece. It may be only your place of work. It may be just your family. It may be just your f- group of friends or that one friend, right? That he has given you the authority to make a difference in, <clears throat> but my faith and Jesus is that I am cleansed, I am washed, no matter what, if I stumble, if I fall, he has provided me grace to overcome that. Uh, but he has also provided me the strength to step out and to live a sin-free life because My faith in him says that the Holy Spirit has been given to me. And if we are living by the spirit, then the spirit overrules the flesh. Uh, That is the truth that he has put on my heart. and, And I believe that through the spirit and listening to the spirit and being in tune with the spirit because of our strength and faith in who Jesus Christ was, that we are able to take hold of that promise Now. That, like I said in the last show, we do not have to wait until Jesus comes back in order to live a sin free life. Again, living sin free is not perfect because we are not in our perfect form because we are not in our true spirit form. When we are called up, when Jesus returns and we are called and put into our perfect form, then we will be perfect in worshiping God. In doing the things that we will do in heaven. So we're not perfect, but living a sin-free life, living a righteous life as God sees us right now, because as he sees us now, he sees us in the form of his perfect son, Jesus Christ. So we have the ability to live in that. We have the ability through the Holy Spirit to, once again, live a sin-free life we cannot let our human side the fleshly side the adam and eve side of us overrule the spirit within us that is jesus christ who has already defeated the serpent that tricked adam and eve that caused us to live in the sin until jesus came back i'm not going to hit that point again i think it's been i've made it very clear that jesus changed all that it's over Adam and Eve's influence on us, now that we've accepted Jesus Christ, is over. And our confidence and our faith in Jesus in making us a new creation, that that that's over. It's done. And our mission through that faith and through our acceptance of that truth is that. We are now called to make heaven look, or earth look as much like heaven as we can. What does that mean? That means we have to start stepping out in love and grace more than anger and hatred and disdain for God's creation. That when we look at somebody, or somebody cuts us off on the highway, my big problem, that... You know, we ask God to forgive them, ask God to strengthen their mind for them to learn how to drive instead of cussing them out, flipping them off, giving them dirty looks, whatever you do, which I have done all of that. Uh, But you get my point that we have to understand that that's God's creation as well. And we must show them the love, whether they accept that love doesn't matter. We have to show it so that they can see Jesus in us. And the love that we have, you know, like I talked last week about my atheist or I I guess you call him atheist that one that stepped out of the faith, you know, I got told him, I said, brother, I'm gonna love you anyway, because it's not my place to judge, but it is my place to never give up on sending you things and messages that I think may touch your soul that my prayers for him are that God would work in his life to bring him closer or bring him back to God, to bring him back to the man God created him to be. Whatever situation he went through to make him step away from God is that I can't, I don't know that him that's between him and God. But what I do know in my faith is that if he has been saved and accepted Jesus Christ at one point that he could never, his salvation is there And if his salvation is there, no matter what it takes, God's going to bring him back into the elect that will be in in heaven. That's my faith and my belief that that's going to happen. So I'll have to keep praying and keep asking and hopefully and knowing that some way, somehow God's going to work it out that he returns to God. That's my faith and my faith in the power of Jesus Christ and his promise to us that and what I know of the father through the son and by the Holy Spirit that we are given and that God's going to work it out. No matter how big of a circle it may take to get there, God's patience is more than we can understand that he'll get him back there. But in talking about faith, uh, I was looking it up and depending on what version of the Bible you read, uh, faith is mentioned anywhere from 450 something times to 500 and something times. So faith is a big deal in God's word. So that means it needs to be a big deal in our life. Uh I was reading last week uh sitting in a hotel room and reading just through Matthew um you know Matthew eight twenty-five and twenty-six. Let me get to it. I been I was looking up something else a while ago, sorry. It says so this is when Jesus there had been preaching. He's they're going across to another area, and of course you probably know the story that you know Jesus was asleep in the bottom of the boat. Big storm comes up. The disciples are scared, right? And they wake go and wake him up, and uh, twenty five starts, and they went and woke him saying save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to them, why are you afraid, O you of little faith? then it says, uh, he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. But he says there again, O you of little faith. And these are guys that have been walking with Jesus, right? I mean, these are the guys who have seen him heal, cast out demons, do all these things and trusted him enough to leave everything and follow him just by his words. But yet he still says you of little faith, you know? And then again, in Matthew 21, 20 through 21, uh, this is the fig tree 20 says when the disciples saw it, they marveled saying, how did the fig tree wither at once? As you know, little preface that he was walking by seeing a fig tree that was looking well, you know, like it was in bloom but it produced no fruit so he cursed it and that's where it says the fig tree will wither at once whether at once, and then jesus answered them truly i say to you if you have faith and do not doubt you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Man, that's Jesus. That's our Lord and Savior. That's, that is our guy. That is the one who saved our lives. Because he loved us so much that he died on the cross. That he experienced the full wrath of God right there saying, have faith. If you tell that mountain to go jump into the ocean because you have asked it in Jesus' name, believe it's going to happen. Now, doesn't say it's going to happen right then. But it means it will happen because Through our faith in Jesus Christ and our faith in his power, not in our power, and through our faith that the Holy Spirit lives in us and whatever we ask through the Holy Spirit, through Jesus to the Father, it will happen because Jesus said he would give it to us. Right, Because we are no longer sinners in God's eye now that we've accepted Jesus Christ. We are the righteousness of Christ. And we know that anything Jesus asked God for is done because he is the son. Therefore, we as heirs of the kingdom of heaven with Jesus, our brothers and sisters, have that same authority. This is what God is telling us. This is what Jesus is saying. Look, quit living in the past live in now you have this ability and authority right now and we have to stop waiting as men god created us first in his image he breathed his life into us first everything else he spoke into existence us he breathed he created with his own hands he breathed the life his life into us We are now the temple in which God lives. So we have through our faith in that we have all these things that God tells us we have because we are his creation. Then we are able to do the things that Jesus says we can do. And he tells us. Even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. So our faith in Jesus and who he was and who and everything that he did, that he is the son of God, the father, and has provided us the Holy Spirit with our faith in that fact alone and what it says the Holy Spirit will do for us. And gives us the power to do. Is amazing. But we have to take hold of that truth. We have to start living in that truth. Not waiting for it. Living in it. Um, You know it's, it's like. Again. He sends out the disciples. And they go to. Heal. In Matthew 17 and 20. Disciples go out, but they can't rid this demon out of this person, right? And he said to them, because of your little faith, for truly, I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. So. What do we think when we read these words? Are we just like, oh, that's implied? or we, we're diminishing the word of God because of Satan' influence in our life? We're saying that's not possible because Satan in our head and our flesh that we've lived in for so long is saying, yeah, did he really mean that? Just like he did with Eve, right? Did he, God really say that, right? And this is the Son. This is God's Son saying again. This is the power that you have. But yet, because we live by the flesh and rely on the past, we still live in the past, right? In the Old Testament, we look at that and say, oh, well, these things still need to be applied. And these things, look, they, they, they're great. And they were there And the rules, the 613 laws that God put out were there for a reason. But Jesus fulfilled all of those laws. Those laws are complete. Now, since he completed those laws, we live in his power and his authority and by his command. And that we now fall under Jesus and the power of the spirit. And it is our responsibility to take hold of that truth and live in it day to day. We're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised anything except for the day that we wake up, hour to hour, minute to minute. We're not promised anything other than that that moment we are living in. As it says, we are a vapor in God's time economy. Right? Again, you know, it It just comes down to faith. Faith will give us the ability to be able to self-forgive ourselves to understand that we are forgiven truly and that nothing that we have done matters and what our responsibility is in spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ that we have the same power that the disciples have that they could heal that they could cast out demons and they spoke with authority because they, we have been given the authority just like the disciples to speak with authority on God's word. Like I said, this is not something that I even understand, but I mean, these are the things that God is showing me and leading me to. And you know, there's a lot of people that don't agree with me and say it's impossible. I don't believe that. I don't believe anything. Um, is impossible with man it is impossible but i am not living by man's law i'm living by jesus christ and the holy spirit that was given to me from the father the promises all of it i'm living in that not in what man says i can do so and if i'm living in that and my mind is focused 100% On Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit. And I'm asking the Holy Spirit. Every thought took in captive. And passed through the filter of prayer. And I'm asking these things. And these are the answers that I'm getting. You know I'm thankful that I have brothers. That you know some agree with me. Some don't. And that's okay. And this is not the message that God put on their heart. This is the message that he put on my heart. I just don't believe. That. Again, we are to wait around. Our faith in Jesus is not a partial faith. It's either 100% faith or no faith. You believe everything the Bible tells us or you believe nothing. Because the middle, if you're on the fence on what to believe and what not to believe, let me tell you, then your whole faith is questionable. Do you even know Jesus? Truly know Jesus. Do you have that relationship with Jesus Christ? If... You're sitting on the fence. You got the Satan side and you got Jesus side. Guess what? The fence is Satan's because you're either all in on Jesus or you're all out. There is no in between. And Jesus tells us that we've talked about that before, too, on this show. So know and understand that you're either all in. You believe every word that is spoken in the book that he has given us to help us lead and guide our lives Or you don't. But your faith cannot waver. And you have to believe that if Jesus tells you you can tell a mountain to move, that it will move. Now, I don't know. Kind of like, you know, you want to go back to the Old Testament? You know, Moses never seen the promised land. But the promise that God made to Moses was there. But Moses did see the promised land and being with God, the father in heaven. So either way you look at it, he fulfilled his promise. He fulfilled his promise to the people of Israel and to Moses. They seen the promised land that God promised them on this earth. He seen the promised land that God said he would see by taking him up to heaven and being with the father. Just my take on it. Just something that the spirit put on me right now. Right. So the promises of God are exponentially, depending on how you look at it and where your faith is, different. Because if we take it in a literal right now moment, then yeah, that making a mountain move because we set it to move seems impossible. But I don't believe that it is impossible. I believe that if we're in the situation in which God puts it on us to empower us to have to move a mountain to get to where he wants us to go, and we have faith in him, 100% faith that in Jesus' name, mountain move, then that mountain will move. I believe that. I believe that we have the power to heal. But it's at god's will and god's anointing of the spirit and that power at that time it's not our own when we're in tune with the spirit and living a spiritual life that we truly can heal people we can truly heal and cast out demons uh i don't remember where it was i think it was um acts 18 i don't remember the exact verses but it was talking about some Jews were trying to cast out demons, and they were using uh, the name of Jesus, but they—the name of Jesus that Paul calls upon. De- the demon looked at him and said, "Jesus, I know. Paul, I recognize. But who are you?" <laughs> and he whooped them and sent them out running in the streets naked. Don't be running around the streets naked because your faith isn't where it is to be in in leading up to that little segment even a handkerchief because of paul's faith in jesus was so strong and the anointing of the holy spirit was on him so much that even a handkerchief that he had touched or carried on his body was filled enough with the holy spirit that when they took it it healed and cast out demons in those people he touched the demon even recognized paul because of his anointing from jesus christ we have that we will do greater things than he he promised us that in the holy spirit but our faith has to be 100 percent in the spirit every thought has to be taken captive every thought has to be passed through the filter of god and ask him what he wants us to do and it is imprinted on our soul Because he now lives in us. And when we let go of the flesh. And have faith in the spirit. That he will lead us and guide us. In all that we do. Then. We are truly living. What God wants us to live. To make heaven. On earth. You look at the Lord's prayer right. How does it start. Our father who. uh, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. It's not telling us to wait. Don't wait till Jesus comes back. It didn't say, Hey, wait, you know, when Jesus comes back, then this will happen. No, he says, make it happen now because once you've accepted Jesus Christ, you now have that power of the Holy spirit in you. You have God's power in you, but you have to put 100% trust in God. You do not listen to the flesh. If something comes in and it disturbs the spirit, you'll know it. But if you're taking everything and God, is this your will? God, is this what you want me to do? Is this the direction that you want me to go? You'll get the answer. Because God is faithful. But we have to be faithful first and take that step Through our faith in Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit that they were sent by God the Father. That we serve a triune God, the creator of the universe, who sent his son to die for us and change and change what Adam and Eve jacked up. Jesus Christ's fulfillment of all the prophecies, fulfillment of the law, and his atoning sacrifice, his blood, his anointing blood, the sacrifice on the cross changed all of that but it is our faith in that truth that will lead us to where he wants us to be what he has created us to be and speaking on that truth in the name of jesus and the power of jesus it is no longer a watered down version of The message of Christ, the Christ, the message of Christ is power and the authority that we have in accepting him and his sacrifice for us and believing through our faith in that now God sees us as righteousness. And when we take hold of that and we live in that truth and we preach that truth, then we are following the gospel. So what the disciples did that's what we are called to do we are to increase our faith and if, through the increasing of our faith and our belief in everything that we read in the bible and everything that we understand because it was meant for the simple people like me to believe when we step out on that truth and we step into that truth then we are empowered and we are truly living in the spirit and we are living the life of living the sin free life because we're no longer living by the flesh. We're living in what God gave us through his son, Jesus Christ, which is the Holy spirit to step out and live in that. And that is a key. The key to living the sin free life is our faith in the truth in God's word and the faith, and that God is the creator of the universe, and He breathed His life into us, and that He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross, shed His blood, fulfill everything that needed to be fulfilled in order for Him to see us like He originally intended it for for it to be seen, for us to be seen by Him. We couldn't do it with the law. We could never fulfill those, so we needed the Savior, Jesus Christ to do that for us that we must never forget because it is through his power and his grace and his love and through the holy spirit that all things through our faith in those truths we can do and he says it he tells us that you have the bible verses and there's plenty others if you read the power that he gives us and who we are in jesus christ Because he has sent the helper, the Holy Spirit, that lives inside of us, which is the Holy Spirit does nothing that he doesn't hear from God, just like Jesus, right? So now we are the temple of God Almighty. The veil was torn. There is no need for a mediator. If you have a question, ask. It will be answered because of your faith in his son, Jesus Christ. And when he sees you, just like he's seen Jesus, he will give it to you or he'll say no, right? It's what good fathers do. Sometimes it's yes, sometimes it's no, but either way we take that answer. We know there's a reason we trust. We have faith in the answer and why it's no or not now, but we trust in that. And we move forward, continuing on in the way he has trained us up to go in the truth of his son, Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. Man, I, that, that's just what God has put on my heart, that it's time to stop. It's time to stop saying, well, well God didn't say, well, God says this, and it happens, right? Uh, I could go on, and, and you could talk about, look at, look at the world now. I mean, you know, people are confused about what they are. And You walk on two legs and uh, you don't have paws or anything, but you want to call yourself a cat. Come on, man. You know, we've talked about that on the show, too. Look, there's male and female. God said it. In every species on this planet, it's the same. Whether you believe in that or whether you want to believe in the manipulation that can happen through science, you know, or you believe you see something You know, uh, videos can be swapped, audios be manipulated, whatever. I mean, it's all interchangeable except for the word of God. It tells us that everything else will pass away, but his word never will believe that believe that truth. And it is coming. And when Jesus comes back, we need to have a place prepared for the, for the groom, for the bridegroom, right? This is his church that we're leading, men. This is his church and his truth. So we may keep our own area like garbage at times, but what we need to do is keep his house clean. He's put us in charge of this house, his creation, the earth. He has given us dominion over it. We messed it up the first time. And we're messing it up now because we're not speaking this truth That Jesus says is in us. Because we have accepted him. So we need to clean up this house. Men. And it starts with us by standing on the truth. That God gives us in his word. The powers that we have through our faith in Jesus Christ. That it doesn't matter what we did yesterday. What matters is what we do today to strengthen the kingdom of heaven. And we must stand on that truth and never waver from that truth until death because that's only death of the physical physical body right i have eternity with god the father my creator eternity where there's no more hurt no more sorrow no more pain no more none of that what am i worried about this life for That's the reason I believe it's important (laughs) to have the confidence to speak the truth into your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your aunts, uncles, your friends, your family, everybody that you hold dear in your life to ensure that they accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. One, my biggest reasoning is, and, and it's selfish and I understand that, and I should feel this way about everybody. And God is showing me this, uh, you know. And I and He's willing to take baby steps with me as I get to that point. But how much more confidence in your life will you not fear death? Because Jesus has promised us that through Him we have eternal life, right? But if everyone. That you value, that you're so afraid of losing in this world, has been saved and accepted Jesus Christ. Do you really need to worry about this world anymore? Do you ever have to worry about not seeing that person again? Now, how much more confidence is that going to give you in being able to step out and giving up to the physical body your life? For the cause of Jesus Christ. Makes you pretty unstoppable right. Because our faith is not in the flesh. It's in the spirit. And knowing that our eternity. Is based in the spirit. Not the flesh. So we need to step out on that confidence. If the people that are closer to you. That they're holding you back from stepping out. And speaking the true gospel of Jesus Christ. And his power in us. Through our faith in him. Then we need to get to work on that. So that you can. Can. Have the ultimate power and authority that there is no fear, that I do not have to fear losing my never seeing my wife again, never seeing my children again, my mom, my dad, my grandmother, my aunts, my uncles, that their faith in Jesus has secured a place for them in heaven and to help them grow and to lead that. And once I've done that, once I am secure in that truth. I will see them again. I'm no longer afraid of death. I'm no longer afraid of what I'm going to lose. It's everything to gain, right? So, man, as always, if uh, you find this show beneficial, if you find it uh, encouraging, uh, like I said, this is God's show. It's what he's put on my heart, and this is where we're going from now on. This is the truth and power that Jesus has given us now, not later. Right now, we have it in us. And together, we will continue to increase uh, in his power in us through the Holy Spirit and his word to grow in us so that we have the confidence to be what he has created us to be today, not tomorrow. Uh, But if this show is that to you and you enjoy it, uh, I would ask uh, and pray that uh, you would share it with your friends. Uh, I mean, God's going to grow the audience as he sees fit. Uh, But if I don't ask, then I don't receive. It's something that I've prayed for that he expanded, that the message he gives me touches the ears that it needs to hear. It's been my prayer. And I ask and I hope that he is touching your heart, that this show makes a difference in your life uh, or in your thought process on how we need to look at uh, Jesus Christ and the power that we have in him given to us by the Father, through the Holy Spirit, by the Son. Um, I just thank you again for listening. Uh, Share it. uh, Pass it along. Uh, We are on the all the different and we're on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Samsung podcast. You can find us just about anywhere, uh, that you listen to podcasts on. I believe if not send me an email at the column in show at gmail.com. Uh, let me know and I'll try to get it on there. Uh, also we're on Facebook, uh, Instagram, So check out our Facebook page there, The Call of Men, uh, as well as on Instagram, Uh, like I said. uh, Next week, uh, not sure I'm going to get to another show next week. We are uh, going to be out of town for my daughter's Make-A-Wish trip. Uh, So if not next week, then the next. We'll be back refreshed and ready to go with some encouraging words from the father that he has put on my heart to share with y'all and how we should be living our life for christ at this time and as always man, as you go out and do what you do today answer the call of me